Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It's Friday, November 12th, 2021. I'm Andrew Hansen, back in the studio with Josh Crash Davis for the Week 10 NFL Primetime Slate. Two fun games to break down. We just finished our main slate podcast, so check that out if you haven't already. But we've got some big, big teams, big quarterbacks, big stars on this slate. Josh, are you ready to break down these two big primetime games? Yeah, should be good. Looking forward to it. Excellent. We've got Casey in Las Vegas on Sunday night, the Rams in San Fran on Monday night, and you were so kind as to allow me to take the two road favorites this week, mm-hmm. after two road underdogs last weekend. So I appreciate that. Uh, KC, though, wow, are they ever going to figure it out? They eked out that win against Green Bay. Mahomes just cannot get on track. And I actually want to start this KC side talking about the running game because uh, a lot of focus has been on Mahomes and the pass catchers. But I think Daryl Williams is a key play here on this mm-hmm. showdown slate. Uh, Vegas is giving up a hundred, over 130 yards rushing per game, 13th most fantasy points. They've actually been pretty stingy against passing games, only fifth in yardage allowed. Uh, so the matchup on paper here is really good for the KC backfield. Uh, 72% run blocking advantage for Kansas City, according to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Mm-hmm. And the price tags on DraftKings, I want to I want to talk about Daryl Williams' price at 7200 And something jumped out at me, Josh, uh, comparing his price tag to McCole Hardman at 6400 uh, I think Williams is a, is a good play here. He's uh, a potential captain on DraftKings. And I was dig- digging into the stats because Hardman, you know, he's um, kind of stepped up as that second wide receiver behind Tyreek Hill. But I've always thought of him, and he's always been like a 3K guy on the main slate, maybe mm-hmm. maybe into 4,000. And but even on these showdown slates, he's usually four thousand, really at the most. Yeah. So his price has really jumped up. And I was looking at the stats in the last four weeks. If you look at what Daryl Williams has done in the passing game, just alone, compared to Hardman, he, Williams has twenty-seven and a half DraftKings points. Hardman has thirty-one point three. Mm. So they've had almost the exact same production, just receiving. Yeah, And obviously, Williams gets a, a ton of carries, too. He had 19 last week against Green Bay, uh, 70 yards. By the way, that was pretty frustrating for me because I had a lot of Williams, and he had all those touches mm-hmm. in the red zone. He just couldn't get in the end zone. Yeah. Um, but the point is here, you really have to look at the prices on each site for each of these slates. That's what we do uh, for these podcasts and for our members, of course, when we're finalizing lineups. But I just I like that lineup uh, that that price here on DraftKings for Williams, uh, so he's a key guy for me. What what do you think about that uh, start to the slate? Yeah, I like Williams. He looked pretty good um, against us, and and we've actually been the number one team in tackling this year, and um, he was making a lot of guys miss tackles. So I think that that he's he's a pretty solid play. And the point that you brought up about his receptions, you know, that's pretty surprising, actually, that he's he's keeping pace with a wide receiver, too, like they're playing, you know, McCole Hardman as. So I think that's that's a pretty good um, 
observation that you made there. Thank you. Now, with any of these plays that we highlight, there's always risk. And mm-hmm. Derek Gore is involved in that backfield. He only had four touches last week. But remember, he had a bunch of carries against the Giants and did very well recently. And he's only at 1,000 on DraftKings. And McKinnon is 800. He had three catches last week for 26. So he hit value at that type of price. Mm-hmm. So those guys are in play for me as well. But I, I would like to get one of those guys in most of my lineups. And then with the passing game, as I mentioned, not great on paper here, but Mahone's ultra talented, of course. He's going to get it figured out eventually. Um, and, you know, the thing here with the way that the pricing works out is I think you can get Williams and either Hill or Kelsey. You don't have to go to Mahomes here in this mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, because Hill and Kelsey are expensive, but they're they are still cheaper than Mahomes. So I think I'll probably have one of those guys, you know, even though uh, Vegas hasn't been very uh, friendly to the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Hill is sort of in a, in a league of his own. Um, other than Hill and Harbin, though, you know, here's another really kind of depressing area of the the slate here. Demarcus Robinson. He's kind of like a one-catch-per-week guy. Josh Gordon, five weeks now with Kansas City. He has a total of one reception. Hmm. And then Pringle, 44% of the snaps last week, no targets, no catches. So uh, probably not very excited to go there You know, any of, to, to any of those guys. Um, I will say with Prinkle, though, the snaps are important to me because he does have two touchdowns on the season. He's only 3000 mm-hmm. so he's less than half the price of Hardman. So he's a little bit more interesting to me in GPPs. Uh, but Kelsey, I mean, let's, let's save potentially the best target for last year. Fourth most fantasy points allowed by the Raiders to tight ends. Um, you know, and I know there's been a lot of discussion about you know, is is Mahomes just sort of ignoring Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is. I mean, you can see it on a lot of these routes. Yeah, Kelsey's open. He's not. He's not throwing it to him. Uh, we'll see if that changes this week. I think you need a little exposure to Kelsey just in case, uh, and because it's such a good matchup. So, um, for for once, I'm kind of looking at looking for two or three of the key KC uh, skill position guys, but possibly fading Mahomes. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to, hard to argue with that, with the way that he's performed lately, you know, he just has not been the same, you know, flinging it all over the field and, and just moving up and down the field at will. It's been a struggle. It really has. Yeah, it has. It just has continued for quite a while. Well, what about the Raiders side? Do you think it'll be a struggle for them or in a, in a decent matchup? Do you think they'll have some success? You know, it's, it's interesting because, Kansas City has been playing a little bit better defense lately. Um, Obviously, they were able to just have their way with Jordan Love for the most part last week. They played a little bit better against the Giants. Um, But Las Vegas is actually the second-ranked passing game in yards per game. So they're they're averaging 305.1 passing yards per game. So this will be a true test of where Kansas City is at right now defensively. They have allowed the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So Derek Carr obviously comes into play there, especially if we're going to fade Mahomes. 15-9 in the captain spot, 10-6 in the flex. Uh, 
Um, you know, with, with Darren Waller back and, and Henry Ruggs no longer on the team, Waller led the team in targets last week with 11 targets, which he brought in seven times for 92 yards. So Darren Waller um, would be the top pass catching option for Derek Carr. He's 14-4 in the captain spot, 9,600 in the flex. And I think you could probably pair him and Kelsey up. Um, you know, you just have to get a little bit creative there. But you might want to look at doing – double tight ends, which is pretty rare, especially for a showdown slate, um, you know, in this matchup. So that's that's kind of where I'm looking at in the passing game. Also, Hunter Renfro, obviously, um, is now the wide receiver one by default, basically. And um, the, they've been – Kansas City has been pretty good against wide receivers. Um, but, you know, I think that Waller and Renfro are going to be their main guys that they target every game now. So Renfro is still in play for me. But Waller is my favorite pass catching option. Yeah, I'm the same here. Um, I'm interested in this passing game. I also agree that Casey's defense has gotten a little bit better here recently. Um, so, again, you could go with Renfro and Waller. I actually had a lineup last week with both of those guys. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they, they did get a massive percentage of the targets. Uh, with this new receiving group. Uh, we've also got Deshaun Jackson coming into the mix. And how will that affect the snaps for Edwards and Jones? Um, you know, they they really are, and I would think would be, you know, a real secondary option to Waller and Renfro. Mm -hmm. But they're, they're priced a lot cheaper. Uh, a lot of attention will be put on Waller and Renfro. So one of those guys could do some damage here. Any interest in any of those three? Um, between Waller, between Renfro, Jackson. After, after those guys. So between Deshaun Jackson, Edwards, and Zay Jones. Um, I would say maybe Edwards would probably be my pick there. Um, but it's hard to know how they're going to work, you know, Jackson into their offense. Um, just going to have to wait and see kind of how they use him. Hopefully it's a little bit more than Josh Cord. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, this is one of the themes for these two primetime games here with Deshaun Jackson at, at the Raiders and then OBJ with the Rams, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Um, you know, the, the price difference would, would make Zay Jones a possible play on DraftKings at 600. He played 96% of the snaps against the Giants, but I do think he's most likely to lose snaps uh, 